So they actually say that previous uh, research has been linked to the inability has linked the inability to stand on one leg to a greater risk of fall and cognitive decline. So this study wanted to kind of further research that idea to see if it actually is linked to all-cause mortality. So in order to do that, they monitored these 1,700 individuals over 12 years, and basically at the beginning of the of the of the study, they gave them the one-legged. A uh, ten-second uh, balance test, yep. and then they determined whether, and then they monitored them. And over that time, they monitored. Uh, they were actually, I think it said, 123 of the uh, the uh, research participants passed away during the test, and they were able to notice that the number during of people. Study, you mean? During the study, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> like not actually during the one leg. Yeah. During the not test. Not the balance That's test. It is so not that intense. Really intense. Trust me. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We have an episode that will put uh, give you some balance in your life. Oh, that's now there's a promise. That's right. So, actually, maybe I should say that we're going to talk about the importance of balance in your Here life. There we go. There we go. Now it's a little bit more appropriate. Uh, yeah, we're going to actually explore the not just the concept of balance, but the actual idea of being able to balance. Physically. Physically balance on one foot. So we're going to talk about how that's important for longevity. Uh, but before we jump into that, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, we we really are here for you guys. I mean, that's, yes. let's let's be honest. Like, that's for why you we do this. For you listeners out there that keep uh, downloading the podcast and sharing the podcast and leaving your rating reviews, we are here for you guys. We want to make you happy. Mm-hmm. So, um, and if you've already left, done all those things, already shared, download, and left a rating review, thank you. If you haven't done so already, please do so. It's super easy, and like I said, it gives us the, uh, it provides us with the information on what you really want, what you really like. Yes, and it ensures the fact that our podcast actually shows up when people look for the things that we talk about. That's right. So when I ask week in and week out, if uh, you can uh, leave your rating review, it's actually to new people that haven't left the rating review. Yes. Yet. So, so if you have done so already, thank you so much. If not, go ahead and head to your preferred podcast uh, app and leave a rating review. So, um, training recaps. Do you want to go first or second? I, <laughs> I was lost like, my where was like that question half going? Half a second, I lost my train of Do thought. you have a recap? Yep. Uh, yes. Go for it. You go first then. Um, so I got on the Peloton this week, and the last couple weeks I've been adding in some longer rides to my training. Um, I've not been getting in as many like 30 minute rides. So I started adding in a 45 minute ride at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I really, really love it. It's a wonderful way to sort of kick off my weekend. And depending where I am with just like how I'm feeling, um, I, some days like that's all that I need to do and, and I'm good. 
Today, for example, I did it and I still had plenty of energy to go and I ended up going on and doing a lot of errands, a lot of yard work. So I feel like that's actually been really helpful. And I think, I think I've noticed adding in those longer rides. Um, when I first started spinning, I used to do minimum 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. I used to do 45 minutes to 60 minute classes when I first started. Granted, I was younger I was more probably uh, fit then, but it was, it always felt like a cleanse. You know, like when you do a workout that just feels like you've just cleansed yourself, mm -hmm. like you've sweat out all the bad stuff, you've worked like most of your body, you just feel like completely new. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like longer rides feel like to me, and it feels really good, so... Um, so yeah, I did the Peloton, I did a little bit of stretching and then on the days when I couldn't really do anything else, I started adding in just some basic exercises that I knew were going to target sort of key areas. So like push-ups for upper body, um, some planks for core and, um, some lunges and squats. Mm. So just as a way to get something in there, I added in some of those, which, I mean, I can do all of those right in my office between, right. between calls if I really want to. So that was, that was a bit. That's a productive week. Wasn't like, I think I only got like three workouts in, but, you know, doing some of those other movements in yeah. between. And, it was good. And you said you got a, a lunchtime ride in, right? Yes, I did do that's, one 30-minute lunchtime ride. That's pretty rare for you, right? Yeah, my schedule doesn't usually allow it, and um, it's really hard to stop what I'm doing in the middle of the day and, mm -hmm. and work out, but I sort of gave up my lunch that day. Like, not I, I did eat lunch, <laughs> but I gave up, like, stopping and yeah. having lunch. I just sort of ate as I went um, for that because I think it was like I missed my Monday workout and then it was Tuesday. I hadn't worked out in like three days. I was like, I have to do something. I just, yeah. I feel this, this like burning desire that I need to move my body. Yeah. And I had to listen, had to do it. That's uh, when that, when that, call when that call happens when you feel it that it's not a literal call but just like the, the metaphysical call of it feels like a real your call. body your body needs that uh to get get some energy expend some energy I yeah yeah it's you, like you really gotta hear there. It. you gotta listen you gotta you know? listen so, uh i think uh i had a very good week it's interesting how you talk about how the duration like like some longer workouts, like a 45-minute ride. Um, I feel that when I do jiu-jitsu, you know, like, I mean, we're I'm there from anywhere from, you know, for an hour and a half or so, I'm averaging now, um, going, you know, both drilling, taking a class, but also some live, live, uh, live jiu-jitsu, which yep. is rolling, which is very labor-intensive or very intense. Um, I know they're only five-minute rounds. It doesn't sound long to people, but it is pretty long, um, especially when you're, 
uh, it's a full body activity for sure. So I think that's a, a very comparison. And like you said, the feeling after you get done that, um, I do several five minute rounds, anywhere from four to five. So 15 to 20 minutes of full body trying not to die activity. Um, it is, it, it gets you, you, you get a different feeling after that opposed to just, um, you know, doing maybe a short interval workout. So, um, which I also do. I did several of those this week too with the kettlebell and with the barbells. Actually, this week I got to use, uh, got back to the landmine or, or at home landmine here. So, um, I was actually setting up another, I know we talked about this last week about, you know, adjusting to your schedule and I was actually adjusting to things that happen in your life. And I was setting up, I actually literally set up the weights and the, the barbell, um, on Friday or Thursday night to do an upper body lift on Friday morning here. Um, and it was all ready for it. And then we had some, uh, unfortunate lack of sleep friday night um, yeah. you know one of uh the little the uh the youngest uh, uh member of our household decided that she did not really want to go to sleep and she woke us up several times in the middle of the night yeah so, that's that's the challenge of our life right now mm-hmm. i think is is we get lots of interruptions yeah of in the middle of the night interruptions yeah that it's not just like a quick solution yeah so um, I bagged that Friday workout and literally I got some time to go. I went to LA fitness and I was like, man, I could, I could lift, but I was like, literally my body did not, wasn't capable of it. I don't think it was capable of it. So no. I walked on the treadmill for 15 minutes and then jumped in the sauna for another 15 minutes. So I had some, uh, def- that's some great, you know, I was able to get to the sauna a couple times this week, was able to lift a couple times this week, jujitsu a couple times this week so mm-hmm. very productive and i felt very accomplished this week and even got to kind of listen to my body and forego a strenuous weight training workout for a little bit more recovery workout yeah and that so. goes back to that point where listening to your body and knowing what it's capable of it's mm-hmm. it's not when you listen to your body you're not missing out on a workout that's true it's actually that your body's not like if you if you choose if your body's saying to, to go slower, it's not that you're missing out. If you pushed yourself, you would risk injury and probably you would spend a lot more effort getting less results. Yeah, it's true. when your body's not there for it, it's not going to experience the same kind of results. Whereas I'm on the flip side where. I had to do something. I felt like my body was crying out, like, just give me a half hour. Just give me a half hour of just insane, intense workout. So Yeah. yeah. Law of diminishing returns. Yes. I always think about that. So it's like, <clears throat> uh, I'm not saying I, I'm glad I did something. You just have to adjust. Because I, mm-hmm. I think you should have activity every day or movement yes, every day. Yes, absolutely. But it has to, your, the intensity of that movement has to be based on essentially the energy you have at the current point in time. Because if you try to expend energy you don't have, that's when injuries and uh, other things can happen. So um, speaking of that, speaking of when to work out or how to work out, some people are a little bit left in the dark. They're, they're unaware about what kind of workout they need to do or how to do it. Luckily for you guys, you can contact us on the ATF podcast, the Instagram 
handle or <laughs> contact the ATF podcast on Instagram by following the ATF podcast. Yes. And send us a DM and let us know if you're interested in having me create you a customized workout program delivered to you through the Tampa Strength app. So the Tampa Strength app, you can use it on your phone, tablet, or com- uh, laptop. And basically what I do is I get some info from you about workout uh, fitness goals, equ- equipment access, uh, previous con- uh, health conditions, and I create you a customized workout plan delivered to you. You get exercise videos, reps, sets, rest, and Sweet. I can actually monitor your progress. So and get you that extra level of accountability. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in that, please contact us on Instagram, the ATF podcast. Sweet. So without further ado, let's get into the main topic of this week's podcast, balance. So uh, there was a recent study uh, published in the, I think it was the British Journal of Medicine, I might just be making that up. Hold on. Uh, oh, British Journal of Sports Medicine. <laughs> hey, brush my shoulder off. So the title of the uh, the excuse me title of the article or the uh, study is successful ten second one legged stance performance predicts survival in middle age and older individuals. So what they did is actually they uh, they I think it was a twelve year study. Um, and they monitored 1,700 people between the age of 51 and 75 in Brazil, actually. And what they did is they gave them this test where they had them stand on one leg for 10 seconds to see if they could accomplish it. And you wonder why. Why is this important? So uh, balance is actually a, uh, a very good indicator of um, overall health. So they actually say that previous uh, research has been linked to the inability, has linked the inability to stand on one leg to a greater risk of fall and cognitive decline. So this study wanted to kind of further research that idea to see if it actually is linked to all-cause mortality. So in order to do that, they monitored these 1,700 individuals over 12 years, and basically at the beginning of the of the of the study, they gave them the one-legged. Uh, 10 second uh, balance test yep. and then they determined whether and then they monitored them and over that time they monitored uh, they were actually I think it said 123 of the uh, the uh, research participants passed away during the test and they were able to notice that the number during of people study you mean during the study, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> like not actually during the one day. Yeah. during the not test. Not the balance That's test. It is so not that intense. Really folks, intense. Trust me. Uh, so, but yeah, they noticed that uh, the 123 people died during the basically the 12 year study, and they noticed that a higher proportion of the people that passed away had failed. The one leg balance test, the 10 second balance test. So, as you said, as Shannon was, you know, I think she kind of almost uh, alluded to, she was maybe jumped the gun a little bit, but uh, no, the one leg balance test is not that intense. It's not <laughs> like one, standing on one leg at the edge of a cliff. Or Better not like be. That. So, uh, to prove it's not that intense, I'm. we're both going to do it, I should yes. say. I'm going to do it right now. Um, so, but. Before I do that, we're going to tell you about one of our sponsors. Listen and come back to see if I can accomplish the 10-second balance <laughs> test. 
Hey guys, and I'm speaking specifically to the guys out there. Having your hormone levels checked is super important. Your hormones can affect everything from bone density, muscle strength, fat distribution, and sex drive. So if you guys are haven't had a comprehensive test of your male hormones recently, or you've never had one, you I want to tell you about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. They've had, they are the worldwide leader in at-home testing kits, so you can get a complete look at your levels without having to leave home. I've taken the testosterone test, per, test from Let's Get Chick, and I was able to find out that my testosterone was at the appropriate level, at the normal level. But they don't offer just testosterone testing. They actor offer SHBG, prolactin, estradiol, free androgen index, and cortisol. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in a discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician and member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. Like I said, guys, I've used this before. I got my, my uh, testosterone level checked, and now I think I'm going to go forward and get some of the other male hormone testing that they provide. So if you want to test your hormone levels without having to leave your home, visit trylgc.com addicted to fitness and get 25% off your test by using the code addicted to fitness at checkout. Once again, trylgc.com slash addicted to fitness and use addicted to fitness at checkout. All right, welcome back. We've got Nick. He is standing up on the other side of the room. And he is going to perform this test. As we mentioned before, this is not, you know, excruciatingly painful or complicated. It's actually pretty darn simple. So what the researchers in this test asked participants to do was to place the front of the free foot behind the standing leg. So you're standing on one leg and you take the foot of the one that's lifted off the ground and make sure that it's behind the standing leg, keeping your arms by your side, so no T-arms to balance you, and eyes fixed straight ahead. And they said that they allowed up to three attempts on either foot. So there is, I was wondering the same thing when I first heard about this. I was like, did they make you do like your your non-dominant leg or something to, you know, really make it challenging. Because, I mean, for anybody who's done balanced postures, whether for exercises or yoga, I mean, I'm sorry, but there's always a really funny moment in yoga classes when they're doing, like, a tree pose. And you do it, and, you know, most of the class is fine. You do the get to the other side half the people fall over. It's just... I, have I know exactly what leg I want to balance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so... We'll, maybe we'll try both. See what happens. Yeah, try both. All right, so I'm going to do my left leg first. Right? Left leg first. You got the timer right in front of you so you can see. Yep. All right, tell me when you go. All right, ready, go. So he's balancing, and he has got... Three, two... One, down. Right. You did it. I didn't see any wobbling. No wibble wobble. Well, like I said, I can feel the foot gripping. Yeah. Foot, but like, I think 
That's what balance is about. Well, that's yeah. what your stabilizer yeah. muscles are for. Well, I took my left leg because that was my strong leg. My left okay. leg is the best for balance. I know that. So now my non dominant leg. Okay. Now so now you're going to be standing on your right. Yes. All right. Ready? Go. Yeah, he looks like a flamingo. Three, two, one, down. All right, so he did not fall on either of those, mm -hmm. which is very encouraging. I feel like that's that's a good sign. Jump back in. So Nick's gonna jump back in here. Apologize for any of the movement of the mic noise. Welcome back. I'm back. Well, I feel pretty accomplished. You feel good. That is one thing I do. I do practice a lot, um, and have my clients practice a lot. Is a lot of balance drills. So yeah. that is something I'm very aware of. So I hope. I mean, I probably was a little bit uh, uh, had a little bit of an advantage, I should say. Honestly, I thought this was going to be when you said because this this topic and the article and everything. This was something that Nick brought up to mm -hmm. me. Um, we both look for ideas for these podcast episodes and he came up, he said, we're going to do the challenge. Yeah. And I didn't know what the challenge was. <laughs> I just said, okay. And I mean, I was honestly, I was expecting it to be like, you have to stand on one leg for as long as you can without oh, yeah. falling. Or like we have to do it, um, for 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. I really, I was, yeah. I was ready for a lot. Well, so 10 seconds? Yeah. So I will say that people in this test were all over 50. And they talk about how yeah. balance, and even in this article, they talk about how balance stays pretty, uh, people stay you know, proficient at balance up until their 50s. That's, yeah. that's when it starts to decline. Well, really that's when, like, isn't that when muscular degeneration also really starts playing yeah. a role? I would say that's probably a good, uh, I don't know if it's, you know, it's a hard line at 50. Yeah. But I think it's definitely probably right around that age, middle age. Yeah. So, um, and, but like I said, uh, it balances a lot of like kind of uh, proprioception too. It's like using a lot of your senses because you're taking one of your basically uh, one foot off the ground, you need to compensate not only with that one leg, but with your vision. I mean, that's why they talk about staring straight ahead, hands by your side. Um, so it's a, it's a something that's interesting. One of the uh, golf tests or one of the tests we do at the gym for golfers is a single leg balance test also. Mm -hmm. um, but we, uh, the specific you know, system we use, we have them close our eyes during the test. Oh my gosh. Which really super hard. makes it challenging. It is super um, hard. It makes it challenging. Literally, I think they created that part of the test just to make people fail. Yeah. But they talk about how, um, you know, they, they do a lot of numbers associated with, you know, specifically a golf fitness test, um, that how the pros, they can balance over a certain time with their eyes closed. Yeah. And it's interesting because I've had, you know, amateur golfers that have come in and they can't do five seconds yep. with their eyes closed. And then I've had some college golfers that come in, you know, recently female golfers came in um, from our old university, all our old school university at Tampa. Yep. And a couple of them, a couple of them didn't, and but a couple of them were, you know, over the 25 second mark. So it's like, it's very doable, but it's a, it's a learned skill for sure. It is. Well, yeah, you're taking out your, you're completely relying on your equilibrium. Mm -hmm. 
and you're learning to adjust because what your your body will do when it feels itself going out of balance is it triggers like okay I'm I'm falling to the to the left yeah so I need these muscles to engage to pull me back up to the right mm-hmm. or up to center I mean if you don't have a visual reference point that's really hard your body has to like Learn that just by feel. It's like learning something by touch. That's right. Um, so I know I alluded to it a little bit beforehand that they said during this test, you know, uh, 1,700 uh, individuals were studied. Um, 123 died during the course of the study, uh, not while they were bouncing. <laughs> um, and they discovered that, I think the exact numbers was that uh, they found that uh, those that were Unable to do the 10-second balance tests were 84%. They, uh, there was an 84% higher risk of death from any cause. And this link remained even when other factors such as age, sex, BMI, and pre-existing conditions such as health risks, health risks uh, like hypertension, obesity, and high cholesterol were taken into account. Um, so I think that's an interesting concept. So I think the raw numbers are probably a little bit more easy for people to... Uh, to understand. Uh, I think it was interesting that one in five participants failed to balance on one leg for 10 seconds. Yeah, I guess that's at true. At the initial checkup. That's true. That's so true. that's 20%. Wow. Yeah, 20% of the people of the 1,700 people yeah. were, not, were, not, and were unable to balance uh, during the initial tests. Wow, and then, like you said, of the the people that passed away, there Which was seven percent. Yeah, seven percent of the study uh, study participants. Um, the higher proportion of those who failed the test was significantly higher than than deaths among those who were unable to balance for ten seconds. Math. Gotcha. No, I was. It's, it's. It's. I don't know. It's. It's. I feel like it's worded like weirdly. Yeah, it is. Uh, but long story short, in this study, they found that people that were never were unable to balance were more likely to die of all cause mortality. So think about it this way. I and I heard a recent uh, podcast that was kind of related to that, somewhat related to that, is that if you can't balance when you get older in life, you are more susceptible to falls. And things of that nature because, I mean, I think that is, I think we've talked about it before. One of the 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 most, I think, scariest thing for once you pass 50 or you're getting to the, into the senior citizen category is, like you said, you especially females, osteoporosis. But yeah. all, even men, you know, we, we lose bone density as we get older. Yep. Um, and falling down is a much more crucial it's a thing. scary thing. And related to that, like I said, I listened to a podcast. We were talking about some crazy number. And I feel I'm accurate when I say they say for those who fall and break their hip past the age of 65, your annual mortality is increased by 40%. Like it's like you said, you have a forty percent more likelihood of dying year in and year out if you break your hip after sixty five. So it's like it's a even like, with the hip replacements today. Well, it's interesting. Like I said, I think I don't know if because hip replacements are relatively new. Yeah, you know, like I said, like and I, I agree with you. I mean that we have we've heard multiple people talk about <laughs> hip replacements. <laughs> Go visit but, my parents in yeah. their community. It's all like. <clears throat> You know, 55 and up, and they're talking about their new hip replacements. But that's also kind of like a, 
the self-selecting sample. Those yeah, people yeah, can yeah. get a, a hip replacement. Not right, everybody not everybody can. can. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, all right. So, stop procrastinating. Oh. It's your turn to do the balance test. But Shannon's going to get ready for the balance test while she does that. We're going to tell you why about another sponsor that's helping us bring you today's episode. Listeners of the Addicted to Fitness podcast know that exercise is a regular part of our lives. With that said, recovery is also a regular part of our everyday life. We've tried numerous recovery products. We've interviewed the inventors of numerous recovery products, and nothing has really uh, provided the results that we really were looking for. That's until the Amino Company reached out to us and told us to try their Heal Supplement. The Heal Supplement is 100% science-backed to provide clinically proven benefits. It's three times more efficient at triggering muscle growth and repair than any other protein source. It can help maintain healthy inflammation levels, preserve muscle mass during periods of complete inactivity, and improves physical strength and function. Uh, it is also keto-friendly, soy-free, vegetarian, and gluten-free, and non-GMO. Guys, I, I've been using this for about a month now, and I promise you that my exercise intensity has been able to increase over that month, whether it be in jujitsu, strength training, on the Peloton, and I really am a big believer that the reason, one of the reasons why is because of the Heal product. You guys can take advantage and try it for yourself at a discount, being a listener of the Addicted to Fitness podcast, by going to aminoco.com and using the code ATF at checkout. Better yet, visit aminoco.com slash ATF to read more about what I think of these products and some of the science behind why Heal Supplement really works. All right. Shannon's already making excuses. She's up on the other side of the room. She said her legs are sore, you know. So, um, all right. Are you ready? Remember, hands by your side. Find a spot. Straight ahead. Look straight ahead. And lift your leg like a flamingo and go. Yep. She's focusing. She's focusing. Yep. And rest. Good job. Left leg down. Check. All right. Now, I should mention that Shannon is slightly older than me, so this might be... Months. I'm just saying, like I said, Tell this them. is your four months. Okay, I think they can hear you. No, you need four <laughs> She's four months older than me, so <laughs> she's closer to the study age. So that we're in the, what I'm hey, saying. I'm known as <laughs> All right, that's I know that's true. All right, so now you just did left leg, right? Right leg. Let's see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's closing her eyes. She's kicking it up a notch. She's trying to outdo me just because I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, rest. <laughs> old and wise one. All right, she's coming back I in. I did that on my, probably my least dominant leg too. All right, she's going to put on the microphone. Booyah. All right. Very <laughs> impressive. Very impressive. 
Uh, I do want to say... I do practice yoga, though. So. That's true. That's true. I can say both of those balance, balance exercises. Yeah. I do want to say, and they say it in this article, that this is not a causation. This study did not prove causation, just correlation. correlation. Yeah, they just associate it's an indicator that balance may be a uh, uh, basically a test it's a symptom, um, yeah. Just that are losing your balance may be a symptom of, you know, um, or maybe a result of uh, deteriorating certain, health. Yeah, yeah, or certain causes of mortality. Because, yeah. like you said, you fall down, you break your hip, maybe we can't afford those hip replacements, you're less mobile, less exercise. Um, you're, you're more dependent on other people to help you, say, in and out of the bathroom, things mm-hmm. like that. So, um, it's definitely a good association or, or correlation, but not causation. So, um, but they are, it's interesting because they're talking about how, especially in this, uh, they, I think they recommended in the actual research, um, study that they said they should maybe start adding balance tests to, um, basically annual checkups for people over the age of 50. Yeah. I mean, this, this definitely does suggest that there's, there's certainly no harm in it. Right. And I mean, understanding anatomy and how balance is a really great way to see misalignments in the Mm -hmm. body, pain in the body. I mean, literally most of being a yoga teacher is knowing how to read someone's body when they're going through a movement and knowing what they might need. If someone can't balance, then there's there's an imbalance in their body or there's pain in their body. Mm. So the fact that, I mean, this is something worth noting, that if doctors were actually not just looking at the kind of focus picture, but were really looking at that kind of holistic big picture, yeah, this seems like a great option and it's it takes 20 seconds it has both legs yeah i mean i think it's a it's a great it's another tool that doctors can use to diagnose the patient to help them give them some some direction yeah you know like i said it's um you have hypertension usually they put you on a medication or you know obviously they recommend diet and exercise which all doctors should and i i believe it but you know obviously with uh things like cholesterol and hypertension things it's you know medication is typically uh uh the one of the go-to recommendations but with balance there's typically no medication it's exercise and really just practice you know, yep. probably more walking and things like that. Um, but you can, there are balance exercises you can do, guys. I do it with clients all the time. So it's a skill and you can train it. So it's not something that you just, when you lose when you're 50, it's just one of those things. Like most things, you got to keep practicing it. Yeah. So it's a, it's pretty cool. I think it's, uh, I think it's an important lesson to know because, you know, everybody thinks about, you know, maybe, you know, cardio and, running and things like that but balance which is a lot of core control talk, people talk about working their core and um you know i know working with golfers we we associate with core control with balance that's why we we work it we incorporate in a lot of the workouts we do yeah all right so i'm pumped to see that more people are or the uh i guess the importance of balance is being promoted nowadays what else are you pumped for i don't know that's it 
Just kidding. Did I fool you? We have a whole section about what's to talk about pumps. this. Oh my gosh. That's not too many pumps. That was Well, now you're getting into danger territory because you keep saying it. Saying what? <laughs> I'm not saying it. You're the one that says it. All right. So now this is the po- uh, part of the podcast where we talk about what's got us. P-U-M-P-E-D. Thank you. Uh, did you say you? Oh, I don't know if you spelled it right. All right. So uh, you went first on train recap, so I'll go first on what's got okay. me pumped. Haha, said it. Um, so I just recently purchased a, some long sleeve, I guess what would we say, sunproof shirts? Is that a way like to describe SPF. it? SPF. Basically sun protection. Yeah, they're they're basic they're shirts that have the basically sun protection built right into the shirt. Right. Um so they uh they're actually SPF or actually is it UPF? Maybe it's UPF. I don't know if it's SPF. Yeah, UPF 50 plus fishing shirts. Um, and I actually bought them for <coughs> myself, for Shannon, and for Ella. Yeah. We have a trip the coming whole up. family. We have a trip coming up, and we are going to be outdoors for a large portion of this trip. So we want to make sure that we are not exposed to too much uh, sun, or uh, at least for, well, love being in the sun, but... Uh, our whole body doesn't love it yeah, a lot of time. We so, don't want to roast. <clears throat> like I said, we know it's important to be in the monsters. sun, but for the, the number of hours we're probably going to be in the sun, we're going to need some protection. So these are these are shirts that I think, like I said, I think I described it. I've really seen it made popular by uh, fishermen or watermen yep. and stuff like out there. Um, so I was like, I need to get this. I know we're going to be outside and, you know, live in florida for pete's sake so i know how we don't coming. have this yeah. already it's been it's... a long time coming i mean your parents have them before yeah. we did oh, yeah. i know we got ella one a little bit one for like uh for swimming and stuff like that yeah but we got her bathing suit. yeah exactly so i got another one uh and then i got her another one got you a couple got myself a couple so we're gonna i'm pretty stoked about that that i um it's got the the cooling weather technology or the cooling like uh, <laughs> material so Always hopefully nice. it actually does buy, uh, provide some coolness so you know i'll split i'll switch between those and the tank tops during our recent or our new upcoming vacation there you go mm-hmm. what's got you pumped well it's funny that you say long sleeves is what got you pumped because i mean clearly you can tell we're planning for a trip right now i got a new bathing suit which yeah. Let's be honest. If you're a lady, heck, I don't know if you're even here, if you're a guy, maybe mm-hmm. getting a new bathing suit is not usually like, woohoo, I got a new bathing suit. Um, I have been over the years opting for more coverage versus, um, I will admit, I used to wear really skimpy bathing suits. Mm. Um, but because I've lived in Florida as long as I have and have a child and have learned a lot about sun damage and everything. I opted for a long sleeved bathing suit Hmm. and I'm so happy because I, I am fair skinned, but I don't burn so easily that like I have to worry the second I go outside. Um, But I have certain parts of me that burn much easier than others. Mm -hmm. So, like, my shoulders and my chest um, burn pretty pretty much, like, the first thing. If I don't keep sunscreen on them, they will burn. 
And we've taken, you know, boat trips. We've gone on all day trips. We've been, you know, we've done all kinds of stuff outside. And I find myself having to like cover my, my arms and like my chest and stuff to just get some relief from the sun. You know, you can always sit on a chair to give your back a break. I got a bathing suit that it, it's really pretty. I think it's really pretty, but it is full coverage on the front and it is long sleeves. So it's a one piece, but then it has an open back. Mm. So it's a little bit sexy still, just a little bit, you know, cause it's got full open back, which means, yes, I will not be able to wander around with my back to the sun for, you know, ever. Mm-hmm. But it is giving me some much needed protection on my shoulders and my chest, which are the two areas that I was most concerned about. So, and the fact that I actually really liked how this bathing suit fit and I ordered it online is just, I mean, that's just magic when that happens. You order something online and it fits Mm -hmm. and you're like, I love it. Mm. So... Not a skimpy bathing suit, but it is a bathing suit that I think I'm going to get a lot of wear out of down here. And it's going to, I think our our outerwear is going to very clearly indicate who lives in Florida and who doesn't in our family because we're going on a family trip. And I guarantee you the rest of the folks are not going to be in those clothes. So, you know, woohoo for hmm. people who live in Florida. We're finally learning. Yeah. Take is, care of ourselves in the I am, sun. I'll tell you right now, I'm pumped to see this bathing suit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I'm pumped to hear what you guys think about today's podcast and all the other podcasts. I mean, gosh, we have over 300 guys. So, if you Take haven't heard pick. all 300, go back in the vault and check them out. Um, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts only has the last, I think, 100 available. So, visit Addicted to Fitness dot lipson.com to check those out and that link is actually in the uh, bio on the atf podcast instagram yeah so that's a good place to find it after you follow us and you can follow along with our lives because we have missed very few weeks over the course of the yeah. what is it six years six years we've been doing this podcast mm-hmm. we've had a child hmm. we've moved we've gone on vacations like I'm pretty sure. Didn't we record an episode on our honeymoon? Might have been on the honeymoon. I I feel like we somewhere around that time when it was very unexpected, we ended up recording a podcast. We definitely did one. What the basically with my one of my best men. One of my oh yeah, like the eve of your wedding. wedding. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Like wedding. Like Shannon said. Got a lot to, uh, you guys got a lot to catching up to do if you haven't uh, listened to the past podcast. So please check them out. Uh, also, please uh, support us by supporting our sponsors. Yes. Uh, Let's Get Checked and The Amino Company, guys. They're Both of those companies are giving you guys a great deal on their products uh, by being by, for being one of our loyal listeners. So make sure you check them out. Um, and supporting them supports us. Yes, indeed. You got anything else for me tonight? That's it. This has been another edition of the Addict for Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. 
Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.